when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Well, it's a great English translation of the original text, but there's one tiny thing that I would like them to change. In the original language, the Jesus and the he are the other way around in that verse. And you might be thinking, and? You know, so what? It doesn't really matter. You're just showing off. Uh, In terms of what it means, it doesn't really matter. You're absolutely correct. But there's something about this phrase, Jesus said, that I find so much more evocative than just he said. Because Jesus said suddenly makes you think about all those other things that Jesus said and all those other times in the Gospel of John when John says Jesus said something. Almost every single chapter of John contains a Jesus said. And whenever Jesus said something, we know it changed everything. When Jesus said, everything changed. And Kat said that one of the the first examples of a Jesus said comes in John chapter 2, where Jesus said to his mother, woman, my hour has not yet come. And this concept of the hour, like spiritual going-to-happen music, just echoes through this whole gospel according to John. We're building up to something here with this hour. There is a purpose, yet unknown. There's a time yet to pass, but it draws near. With every Jesus said, it draws nearer. In John chapter 4, Jesus said, the hour is coming. It's closer now. The hour draws nigh. The hour is coming to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. To accomplish something, it means to finish. It means to complete a project. It means to render perfect that which is imperfect. It means to bring something to a definitive end. And so with this, Jesus said, we start to see that the hour has a definitive purpose. And the hour will end. It will finish. We don't know what the purpose is yet. We don't know when the hour will come. We don't know when it will start. We don't know when it will end. We don't know really what it's all about or when it will be done or how. But with every Jesus said, the moment draws nearer. The hour draws nearer. The purpose gets clearer with every single Jesus said. Uh, And so there's a whole barrage of them in the middle of John. In John 5, Jesus said, a man's sins were forgiven. So now we know his purpose brings about grace. But then in John 9, Jesus said that he would judge the world. So now we know that his purpose will bring about justice. And then in chapter 6, Jesus said that he brings eternal life. And so we know that his purpose and the hour will bring about life somehow. But in John 11, Jesus said that he would be lifted up. And so now we know with that, Jesus said that his purpose would bring about death. You see what he's doing with all of these Jesus said. Do you see it? As Tammy would say, do you see it? 
What a combination of grace and justice, of, of death and life. Every Jesus said adds another layer to the hour, to, to the purpose, and it draws nearer and nearer with every single Jesus said. I think what this means is that readers of John's gospel are primed with every single Jesus said just to grow a little bit more expectant about this thing that will happen. And right here, right now, where it says, Jesus said, it is finished. Now we know. Now we know the hour has come. Now we know what it's for and how it works. Now we know the purpose. Now we know it's the moment we've been waiting for and why and what it means. Now we know we have reached the most definitive of ends. Now, uh, when I say something is finished, it just isn't. If I say the yard work is finished, it isn't. I did the yard work this morning. I said proudly, it is finished. Right now, it's in the process of not being finished. It's all growing again. What I meant was, it's finished for the day. Or to be more accurate still, I am. That's what I meant. If you have a meal out, at the end of the meal, the waiter might come up to you and say to you something like this, are you finished, sir? Or madam. And uh, you might say, yes, yes, we're all finished. Thank you very much. But you're not finished. The meal is, but the conversation isn't, because the next thing the waiter will say to you is, well, then, would you like the bill, sir? Or madam. Not with Jesus. See, with this, Jesus said, we reach a different kind of a finished. It's unique, in fact. It's definitive. It comes to an end. The uh, word finished, very closely related to that word accomplished that Jesus said just uh, earlier in the gospel. This word finished, in fact, it's one of those rich words that has many layers. It includes the idea even that something has been paid for. Something has been paid off like a bill. It's been settled or satisfied. The word finished means there is no bill. That's what it means. It can mean to pay, perform, or discharge. Think of the last payment on a loan. Think of the last day of a jail sentence. Maybe you've been put in jail because you couldn't pay the loan. Think of that kind of a finished. It's what the word means. It's the kind of finished that is. Now, we were at dinner the other night, and a waitress really did come up to us after the meal and to ask if we were finished. And I said, yes. And knowing what was about to come, I said, and could I have the bill, please? She said to me, I have some news for you. There is no bill. And she pointed across the room at some people who are members of this very congregation. And she said, those people over there paid it for you. Kat looked at me and she said, that'll preach. <laughs> many, many layers, that's right, love, yeah, so that they'd be inspired. That would preach. You know, I mean, I don't even need to preach it because you get the story. And she didn't mean, really, there is no bill. She meant there's no bill for you. That's what she meant. There was a bill. 
and someone satisfied it for you. It was paid off by someone else for you. That is exactly what Jesus means in this Jesus said when Jesus said, it is finished. So now we know. Now we know the hour. We know the purpose. We know the cost. With this Jesus said, we we even know who who paid the cost. Because Jesus said, it is finished And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He gave his life for us. He took the justice. We get the grace. He took the death. We get the life. Every Jesus said, encapsulated and rolled into this Jesus said. Note his life was not taken from him. Note that he gave his life. That's what his spirit means here. He gave up his his life. It was a choice. That's what we're being told. We're told that this hour, even though it looks like a failure at first, from every human perspective, it looks like a failure. It looks like he's judged. It looks like he dies a painful and humiliating public death. It looks like that. But students of all that Jesus said... No, that is not what is really going on. Students of Jesus said, no otherwise. John chapter 10, Jesus said, I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. And students of all that Jesus said, no, that after this death, uniquely comes life. John 11, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Jesus said, do you believe this? Amen.